I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they cannot get to work. As always, I'm joined by... Joel Grove. Hey, it's Joel Grove here, joining you. The soon-to-be Tier 2 Joel Grove. I am soon-to-be locked down. Tier 2. I just saw it on the news. How do you feel about being Tier 2? Hey, if it's the right thing to do, then it's the right thing to do. Good answer. Um, But uh, Have you been mixing with other households in pubs or their houses? Not really. Well, it's fine then, isn't it? Not going to bother you too much. Yeah, I'll just carry on living my life. Yeah, and you know, you've always got me here on the end of Zoom if you need me, Joel. That's good to know, Mark. That's good to know. <laughs> How are you, Mark? I'm all right, thanks. It's been a good week, actually. Good good week. I started with not many gigs, and now I've got quite a lot. They just come in. And I don't think they're in London, so that's all right. I don't know how that will affect London gigs. I guess gigs in pubs you won't be able to do, but gigs in venues that are just entertainment you will be able to do. I don't know. What, Who soon knows, Joel? TBC. What a fun time to be alive. <laughs> Isn't it? Guys, really I don't know what's coming next. Um, I had a, oh, I had a nice gig yesterday. I gigged with Al Murray. First time I've gigged with Al Murray. Nice, nice. bloke. How'd it go? Good. Yeah. Good gig. Two gigs because... This is what they're doing now with live comedy at the moment. This is going to be the future for a bit, I think, is because the capacities are so low, mm-hmm. they're just putting on quite a few shows in a night. Okay. So, like, I did two shows last night. In the same venue? Same venue. Oh, started early, like 6.30, and then the next one was 8.30. Um, and then I'm doing one in near Brighton, and I got three in a night. Wow. So, sort of back and forward. There's two different venues for that one. So I think that's how they're trying to work it so that everyone can make a little bit of money. Makes sense. Yeah, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? What have you been doing, Joel? Uh, what have I been doing? I've been working and I got a robot hoover. What? <laughs> Henry? I got a little robot hoover. What does that mean? You know, they he he sort of goes around hoovering on his own. No, you haven't got one of those futuristic ones yeah. from spaceships, have you? I have. I'm is it a little a round one? Is it circular? Yeah. What? He's yeah. just wandering around. He's wandering doing around his own hoovering. thing. Yeah, it's great. Does Does he ever get a break? Yeah, yeah of course. He, he. How does he know when it's time to have a break? Um, I tell him. Oh, it's up to you. So if you didn't, you just he just keep working. Well, until he, his battery died. 
But he goes back to his um, little house and he charges himself. Wow. Yeah. How much was that? You're doing all right with this podcasting business, it, aren't you? I tell you what, it was a real bargain. Right, show it, rubbing it in everyone's faces at the moment, Joel. Look at you with your robot hoover. We're struggling, us entertainers. We've got to retrain. I might um, retrain as a hoover. <laughs> they seem to be getting uh, all the work at the moment. It was actually really cheap i got it on you know the special amazon prime day that's happening oh i did i do know that i, I went yeah. on amazon prime day because i had some stuff i needed to get joel yeah so hey i bought a robot hoover were you going i'm to, not i'm not going out go and doing on, anything uh, just i go on I, i'll be honest prime with you Mark, go, i've been good. reading articles about robot hoovers for about two years now <laughs> have you it's taken you this long i just never hoover no i don't like really? hoovering. I, oh wow if I could, I'd get a robot to do everything in my life, especially record these intros. Ah, oh, that that wouldn't be as fun, would it? They wouldn't have our banter, our connection. Our next week, I'll see if I can vibe. get the robot Hoover. Next week, I'll see if I can get the yeah. robot Hoover to do the intro. Does it make a noise? Uh, just sort of general moving around Hoovering noise. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, oh, I Big wasn't expecting there. hashtag a Hoover. Hash hashtag. Uh, Hoover. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, well, let, let's get cracking on with this episode, shall we? We've got a great episode. Um, I had a little listen yesterday, really fun listen. Um, the sound at the beginning is a bit ropey, uh, but it gets better. So yeah. don't panic. It will be it. all right. Yeah. And who is it, Joel? Phil Jared. It's Phil Jared. Let's listen to Phil Jared, shall we? I'd love to. I'd like to do the last bit. Okay. Here here it is. Crack in. So, now relax. I've I've overly stressed you out before we've even started the podcast. It's my (laughs) my job to make you relaxed. Well, the thing was a shame about it is I have got all I've got all the stuff um, because of the because of the Crash Bang Wallet podcast. Um, so and straight I did, in there I did, of a plug. Well, I, I assumed you wouldn't be I assumed you wouldn't be playing this bit because I've listened to your podcast and you like you start in the middle, don't you? Usually, yeah, and then go backwards. Yeah, um, I don't <laughs> you know. Can start at the end. Just whatever like Joel fancies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wicked. Because I assumed that you wouldn't play the start, so I could say like you know shit piss cunt tits and things like that at the start so it wouldn't matter and um, yeah i've got so i do these other two podcasts and so i've got all the stuff but it's expensive isn't it podcast stuff mm. and it just sits under my it just sits <laughs> under my sofa for you know for you know the whole month bar sort of two hours yeah so yeah, when yeah. you said that you get recorded you wanted me to record it i was really excited <laughs> um but no it's still but in my <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so thanks for having me on. Am I allowed to swear on this? Loads? Do what you want, mate. Oh, that's good news. We'll just cut I it find out. it very difficult not to swear. Um, you don't swear at all in your act, do you? Uh, occasionally. Really? Occasionally. Like, if it's usually if it's part of a punchline. For yeah. example, um, I can't find a cure for my sex addiction. Oh, I've tried fucking everything. <laughs> so if it's that's different though isn't it you never you never swear for emphasis i suppose no i because don't think so but i don't i'm not like I'm, I'm not like against it it just doesn't really yeah. there's no point with what i do 
yeah it would be really weird to just chuck in a fucking wouldn't it in between <laughs> so like yeah sort of like um you got any hardbacks yeah and fucking little heads <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like your fucking little heads yeah exactly because it's, it's horrible like because what because <laughs> what you do is like wordplay isn't it so so it would sort of take it away and i think that i use a lot of comics as well and me included you you use swearing for like two or three different things and only one of them is good really okay like, the one that's good is where it, it makes the flow of the thing better isn't oh it? so the rhythm yeah the rhythm like if you put in a you swear word it can help rhythm oh man uh, not if you put me on the spot i haven't got a fucking example no <laughs> oh just <laughs> <a bit then. laughs> um no i mean uh have i got an example i can't think of an example off the top of my head if one comes to me i will say it so yeah the other two ways to use it uh, because you're you can't you, you can't um think of the next thing you're going to say so you use it as punctuation so you yeah. go fucking okay. uh, but the worst way that comedians use it and i use i do this a lot is because you're scared okay <laughs> it comes out a lot in fear and so if you do like a big gig or okay. just just anytime you're really scared and if i'm filmed <laughs> um, mate, you're, you are swearing every other word. I, it's and, almost like um, do you realize like in, in the, the wild, moment? like you, you, what I'm do you realize in the moment? No, no, no. Afterwards, someone would have to say to me, "Mate, you're swearing quite a bit in that." Oh, wow, um, and you it. can see other comics do it, going, "Oh, they must be scared because they're swearing a lot." And it's like mm. I think it's like if a um, like if a fish puts talons out or spikes out or something mm. like that. Like a, I'm really I'm really terrified, so I'm, I'm just chucking out. Like, don't yeah. fuck with me vibes, sorry, thing to make people not be sort of... To make, so, so to make do you think people like, feel like I'm in charge. Like fear of death. So you're, it's like you're stamping, on a, an, you're stamping on some authority. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just being, um, being a bit... It, make, it makes... I think people make... I think it makes people think they're being sort of alpha, but actually... And maybe, and maybe people don't notice. Like, maybe people do think... God, this this person's a bit sort of um, you know they couldn't get they couldn't like uh, you know they couldn't care less type of thing. But actually, what it's doing what what it's doing really is showing how terrified you are of the audience. Are you scared of the audience? Still? How long have you been a stand-up comic, Mark? Just just over ten years, I think. Yeah, okay. a bit longer than ten years. Yeah, I'm just under ten. Are you still scared of the audience? I I've never really been. That's this sounds a bit. Oh, look at me, but I. I don't how can think. You, how can you have never been scared? I think when I when you when I began, I was. I think it's a good question, but I'm not at all now. It's not at all. At no. all. No. But, uh, no. Are you a psychopath? But, but, yeah. <laughs> but what's what's to be scared of? Is it that? Well, yeah, it's an irrational fear, isn't it? Is yeah. it them heckling and that sort of thing, or is it them I remember... hating it? I remember there was a um, some some uh, um, poll or something, maybe about five years ago, maybe even longer than that actually, um, saying that people put public speaking above spiders as the most thing, the thing they were most terrified of in the world. Like people okay. are terrified yeah. of public speaking. I'm I terrified of like, public speaking. Yeah, and this is a real thing. When I was when I when I started doing stand up, I was okay at stand up, but mm. when I still had a job. Like I was terrified of speaking in a meeting. No, no, it has to do a presentation. No, anything that's serious, where yeah. people are just watching, I yeah. hate it. I never had to do much of it. When I was at a uni, at uni, I used to do presentations yeah. and things about science, and I think half of it 
Oh, well, it's interesting actually because because my first thought is it's just talking and no reaction is scary. So then the laugh yeah. fills that. But I used to teach. Well, I still do a bit. Teach taekwondo, and there's no laughing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not know that? <laughs> I keep that under my hat, mate. Yeah. Watch out. Um, Have you got a stick? It's not called a stick, is it? Um, like, I mean, I, I've literally got one right next to me here, but we don't really What's use it, it very often. A Joe, a Joe or a bow depends on the mm-hmm. length of it. Are you? Are you? Are you deadly? That's, that's such an old-fashioned <laughs> like, <laughs> or like. That, 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 like that's actually just like we actually don't think of it that way anymore my hands are trained weapons no <laughs> no of course not like the, it's that's a myth like an issue like all it does is um gives you a, a like a more of a chance the yeah. more you know you have more of a chance but it doesn't make anyone invincible that's nonsense have you ever i know i realize yes now that people probably say the same things to you over and over again but have you ever had to use it um they never started on you. Not, not really. Like I, I've always, but but this is, people are going to go. Oh, this sounds such a cliche, but it's like you learn how not to get into a situation. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like when I'm out, I, I'm very good at. Well, the only time I, I that, so the only time I've had trouble was when I got mugs, and oh, shit, really? in Edinburgh, and I was so pissed. There's not nothing. I I. But what was interesting is, but a lot of people go, "Oh, it's rubbish. You can't do anything." But it's like if I was totally sober, I I wouldn't have had a problem. I don't think. But because I was so pissed, I had to make a decision in my head, yeah, not to do anything and just give yeah. them what they wanted. And then you feel, afterwards, you always think, "Oh, maybe I should have tried something." But I was so pissed, I wouldn't have been able to do anything. Yeah. And then I went to the. They did a um a lineup thing they caught them and they did a lineup thing in london they brought them down yeah. no, they didn't it was on computer in london the pictures and there was another guy that also got mugged around that same time and he he resisted and he had to have about four operations on his nose because they really messed him up Shit, really? so that just having that knowledge of you like i know i've i've, I've weighed up the percentages of of what i can do I'm just going to give them the stuff. Yeah. Like it yeah, just makes yeah. more sense to do that. Um, so, yeah. So, so I think so that sort of helps you not get into a situation. I've only ever been mugged once. Um, and I got, I got mugged in a phone box. And I've tried to do stand up about it over and over again, because I think it's inherently funny, but no yeah. one's ever laughed at it ever. Um, essentially, I was I was I was caught, ringing my girlfriend. I was in a phone box, and this dude came past, and he had um, he asked for a lighter. I didn't smoke or anything, um, but I did have a lighter. So I was flustered because instead of just going, "No, mate, don't smoke," I was like, "Do you know what? I have got a lighter. Oh, no. I don't, don't usually engage. don't engage." <laughs> yeah. And then he got in the phone box with me, right? And then two of his mates came and got in the phone box as well. And one of them had a knife, and there were like four of us in clowns. the phone box. <laughs> They were, they were. <laughs> the thing is, it was terrifying, right? It was proper terrifying, but they were very short. They were very, they were much, much shorter than me. So, um, was there so yellow felt... pages for them? <laughs> <laughs> they used to be in phone boxes. 
<laughs> people said that to me at the time they said why didn't you hit them with the phone book like because especially if they were short um did you say they uh, had weapons uh, one of them had a knife oh mate then and, that, and people, instantly as soon as there's a knife mate you give them whatever nothing, they need yeah it's empty but i know um, yeah people said some people said to hit it with the phone book one person said um why don't we, you're in the phone box why don't you call the police is yeah. if i go excuse me one moment gentlemen <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Phone the police um <laughs> But I, but the thing about it was I did that like I was thought that in a sort of mugging type situation that I might be all sort of uh, I might at least throw I know it's different to what you said but I I felt like I might at least throw up some sort of resistance or at least mm. be put out but I could not have been more helpful. No, I you was like, mate. That's the hundred percent the right thing to do. And what's annoying is people will always try and make you feel like bad about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nonsense, mate. My my life is worth way more than anything i've got and also yeah like them like yeah do you know what i mean so it really it doesn't matter um but people always do that but i know i did the right thing it's like yeah, i mean exactly. I, i'm honestly mate i was so drunk <laughs> like and they could see me a mile <laughs> off and i could see them but and i knew they'd got me yeah 10 yards 20 yards in front of me like I, because I was, it was in a park, and it was walking back to the, my place in Edinburgh. It was in the meadows, yeah. and I was like, "Oh God, yeah, this, I'm done." And also, I'd done a free friends show, so every time I walked, my pockets were rattling with coins. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a big, tall, gold hat. Um, <laughs> so I, rem- I so, remember it being like, um, I remember it weirdly turning into a transaction really quick. Right, like, yeah. the, like I would be like, oh, okay, brilliant. Now I'm going to have to pay a certain amount of money, <laughs> almost like literally, like you've gone up to the counter and curries or something with a big telly, and you're like, I understand that this is now going to cost me about four hundred quid. Um, but I tried, it, I tried to make the mugging be the central part of my second Edinburgh show because I wanted to talk about mm. the fact that, like, you know, it made the one the, the thing that made me feel so awful about it was um, if you're a mugger then you don't just if you, you don't just like go outside and mug the first person you see do you you don't like go mm. right i'm off mugging you pick i'm gonna mug you you like you, you i imagine that you would scope the place out you know and you would take maybe a couple of hours until you found somebody who looked like the most muggable person that you could <laughs> find Right. And so what really got to me was like on that day, I was the most muggable person they could see, like on a busy road. Like there was something about me that was just incredibly muggable. And they went for it and they were bang on because they got loads of money and they got no resistance whatsoever. But so it made me feel terrible about the fact that I must be like just eminently muggable. But, but you're not muggable because you're using a phone box. So you haven't got a phone on you, which is the most <laughs> oh, valuable true. thing you could possibly have. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I've never even thought about that. Yeah, that's like stupid. Give me your mobile. Uh, um, yeah, that, why do you think I'm in a phone box? Give me your money. Why do you think well, I'm in a me, phone g- box? Give me your phone. And they go, I don't know how you're going to get this home. <laughs> that's true, heavy. isn't it? The only person who would be using a phone box is somebody on their ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I tried. So I wanted it to be the central part of this Edinburgh show. And... It just wasn't, I mean, like, just wasn't, no one ever laughed at it, ever. And I think, I think for a mugging story to be funny, you have to come out on top. You yeah. You have to be like, the muggers did a thing, and then I said the coolest thing back. You because know? you will be, they will feel sorry for you. And also, if anyone else yeah. has been mugged, they then put themselves back. Because it is, it's a scary situation. Yeah. Like being mugged when they've got weapons. 
man. Because in an instant, do... you could be dead. Do you know what I mean? It's Yeah. Yeah, that is true, isn't it? Because um, I, I try to use my mugging bit, but it doesn't really suit my style then going into talking about something real. Yeah. But I remember I went to put my hands in my pocket. How did it go? I went to put, I had a callback to it, but I didn't like the first bit. So I say how they they said, give me a phone. And I was wearing skinny jeans at the time. So mm. I put my hands in my pockets to try and get my phone out. It was taking ages. And they and then they punched. So the idea was they, they punched me in the face. And, and I, was, I was like, who punches someone in the face to make things happen quicker? Like that's obviously <laughs> yeah. going to slow the process down. And then... I, I spoke about it. I went back and I called the police and they came and they took my statement um, and it's taken ages so I punched him in the face <laughs> so that was I mean there's a lot in between those bits yeah which kind of the, the callback worked but it for me it was way too long to get to that do you think it does put people back in a you know in a, in a place in their lives do you think that's true that it triggers people and sort of makes them think about I it? think well if I saw someone do a, a bit about a mugging it wouldn't take me no wouldn't there. me either i don't think but then and i wasn't I really affected that. by it because i f- always felt like i was in sort of in control of this because sit- of the taekwondo well and like I, they did punch me but i mean i've been punched and kicked in the face by much bigger better fighters than these yeah, people so i can take a good shot so that that's that because so that physical side of it didn't affect me psychologically yeah whereas i think someone who's never been hit before i think they that has a me. they did yeah and and i remember at the time actually yeah it wasn't like a big thing being punched because it felt a little bit like a trade-off it felt a bit like yeah punch is cool let's stay with the punching that sounds great to me like as long as the yeah, punching yeah. doesn't escalate we're okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one thing one thing that was weird was they they took um they i got mugged on a street on a side street so the phone box on the side street by a cash point, cash point across the road. So what they did was um, they they took my cash card and then um, went to um, well, one of them stayed with me in, in this same mugging. Yeah, that's right. So one of them stayed with me oh. in the in the uh, phone box, right. and the other two took my cash card and withdrew all of my money from my bank account. So they asked you for your hang on, hang on. So they yeah, asked yeah, for yeah, your yeah. your pin number. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. then so. They said, how much have you got in there? Or do they then look at your balance? No, they just went. They just went. Because there's something funny than looking at the balance and looking back at you like you're a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I had a plumber out. I had had an electrician come around my house. Get a job. And um, and he went, um, he said, what do you do for a living? And I went, I'm a stand-up comedian. And he genuinely looked around and went, can't pay much. Right? I (laughs) I put that, I thought, well, that's, you know, Oh and I, so God. I put that as a tweet. I, I tweeted mm. that. I don't tweet anymore. But I tweeted it. And then, and I got like responses back that that's an old joke. Like that's an old sort of, I've never heard that joke before, but I think that's like an old, old, old joke. Well, just, and that, that was what that plumber was, that, that electrician was doing. So, so whatever job you said. Yeah, he'd have gone, can't pay much. Yeah, I think that's just But because shit. stand-up comedy doesn't really pay much, <laughs> it goes straight to heart, doesn't it? It goes straight in. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That, that, okay, go back. Let's, let's let's analyze that joke. That's funny if you're in a really nice place. Yes, isn't that's it? right, isn't it? Because then it's like otherwise a it's, it's just yeah. bullying. Yeah, 
I mean, and this, this is, I live in a, in a one bedroom um, uh, 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 flat without a bathroom, right? So this is like, if you walked in this flat, you would not think that we were rich people in the slightest. <laughs> Plus, I'm at home during the day. I've got a huge beard. I look like a tramp. So yeah, it does, it is a little bit like going, well, I've got a job, mate. What the fuck are you doing with your life, innit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like going up, it's like going up to like a homeless person and going, what, you've not got a job? <laughs> Don't look like you've got a job. You've not got no money. Yeah. Right. I'm, off to, I'm an electrician. I'm off around somebody's house, mate. Anyway, see you later. Um, so anyway, so, they, so two, two of them went off to withdraw all the money out of, my, out of the ping. But I had to stay oh, with the other mugger and he had the guy with the knife in the phone box. And then it was, I've never experienced this again or since. It was like... It was, it, we had this sort of moment of, um, you know, like when you're on hold, like you're being Virgin Media or something, you're on hold, but they haven't put hold music on. We were both in the phone box going, doo, 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 just sort of waiting. And you've been with each other a little bit now. So you, there is a little bit of a rapport. You can't help having... a little rapport. So I said, this is true, right? I said, um, he said, where are you from, right? Mm. Uh, to break the tension, and I said I'm from England because this was in Sydney that this happened. Oh, okay. And um, I said I'm from England, and he said, "Where's that?" So I was like, "Where it's you like used to by, be by Europe? <laughs> it's like near Europe." And then there was like another couple of minutes of silence, and then I said, "Um, oh, what was that?" <laughs> he said, "I said I've got any idea how long it's taken me to 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 earn that money that you're stealing." And oh, he went, nice. I don't, um, I don't really care. And I'm like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I don't know. How do we start talking about this mugging? Oh, yeah. So I tried so, to so, make, put it so, into standard. Sorry. sorry so, so when you said that, did, were you in the hope that he, he might go, oh, yeah, actually? <laughs> because it's weird you yeah. say that, like a human moment, because they are humans. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And because I had a similar thing where... So they took my phone and then I said, uh, so in my head, I was like, I'm in Edinburgh without a phone, no contact. This is going to be a nightmare. Mm. I said, can I have my SIM? Because, yeah. because you don't need that. And they went, yeah. And so that's a slight human moment where they, they actually sort of went, okay, which is weird. That's interesting, isn't and, it? And then they took ages trying to get it out and they ended up giving it back to me to get it out myself. And I even, at this point, I, I genuinely said, can I just keep the phone? <laughs> and they went, nah. can we just, can we just have not done the mugging? Like, and then let's not do the mugging. Let's all go to the cinema. And then what's weird is then they walk off and we're going in the same direction. Yeah. Oh man. Which so is such a, a weird moment. Yeah. It's like this strange, it is strange because it's such a personal thing. Mm. Like it's a personal thing that's happened between you, especially with, for me when we were actually, we were physically touching, like body touching, mm. right? And all four of us in this phone box. And then, yeah, when, when, when our sort of thing ended, um, and I remember he had one of the, 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 the smallest guy, like really, he was comically tiny, right? <laughs> he was going through, you know, I had one of those wallets with little plastic flaps, yeah. you know, the different cards and, and he was going through the cards asking me what they were. Like, what's this? What's this? What's this card for? What's this card for? And all the rest of that. And I kept on going, look, just just take the wallet and go. Just take the whole thing. 
Just take yeah. it all. And he was like, no, 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 we don't have to take it all. We just know which one is. So he was very specific about which cards they took and which they didn't. Yeah. But I would have, I was properly like, just take it all. And, but afterwards, I realized if they had done that, I really would have been screwed. So mm. afterwards, I was faintly grateful. I was like, what a nice mugger. Like, he left me with my, like, my driving license. That would have been a bummer. It's like he's like, been doing really it a few strange. years, and he knows how inconvenient yeah. it is. Exactly. And they did that similar thing where they went, right, you walk that way, and I'll walk this way, and don't turn around. So I was like walking along going, oh, how long do I have to walk yeah. in this direction? It's a very strange transaction. And what happened? Did, did you get anything back? Like, what, what's the situation well, what, with that? What happened was freaking amazing. I um at the time I was working as a um I used to be a cook in a in a cafe, mm. and um this happened in a really little um uh, community in Australia um, uh, outside of Sydney called Rose Bay, and it's very affluent, right? But I was just a, I was just a cook in a in a cafe, uh, but there are lots and lots of different banks, which is why I was mugged right next to a cash point because there were right. about thirty of them. Right in this little in, in Rosebay, it's just one tiny little rose. Um, and the next day, because they cleaned out my bank account, the next day I went to work, and my uh, I'll try and speed this up. So the next day I went to work, and I said, "Look, I'm going to have to go home because I've got no money left." Right. Mm. Um, I said, "I quit this job. I have to get a plane back to England because I've got no money." And there was a guy who I'd been um, cooking, uh, who I'd been making breakfast for for about a month. And he came backwards and he said, sorry, I was just overhearing. Did something happen to you yesterday? And I was like, yeah, well, I got mugged and I got all my bank. I got my money taken out of my bank. I got $1,000 stolen from me, right? um, which is all my money. And he said, right, okay, brilliant. Well, I am the manager of that bank, which was called some bank called St. George, right? And I banked with a bank called Westpac. Right? And he said, and I know the manager of Westpac. So um, just put everything down, come with me. And he took me, literally took my hand and took me into the bank, right? And but behind the counter, into the back of the bank, and knocked and on the door, the place opened. He <laughs> <laughs> said, so give us all the fucking money. Got gone out. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew the bank manager from the other, from the other bank. Um, and he went, he got mugged outside the bank the other day, and they drew all his money out of the cash point. And you know, as well as I do, that the cash point is the problem there, not him. So you need to refund his money. And they refunded my money the same day. Wow. <laughs> he just refunded that... it the same day. It just all went in. It was like, it was like nothing happened. Um, you didn't even get mugged, did you? It was bonkers. This is all the point. Exactly. <laughs> I think the, I think wow. that um, yeah the moral is just you know be a cook because people yeah. can't people can't hate people who make in your food yeah no That's anyway you probably can't use any of that can you because it's not about jokes oh it it's is because this is muggings. all about this is a situation that has happened that you have then tried to make funny and then we've covered why perhaps people didn't get on board so much with it oh, that's true yeah um have but, you but how you did you what was the angle of the funny did you just literally relay it like you just did no, the angle. I mean, God, you're going back. You're going back seven years or so. But as I remember it, what was the angle? The angle. I think the angle of the show was it started with the mugging, and it was about the fact that we all have. I'm saying we all have, but I feel like before I got mugged, I had a very definite idea about how I would react in a mugging. You see yeah. what I mean? 
And it might not have been that I turned into freaking Conan the Barbarian or something, but it might, it, but it definitely wasn't the sort of pathetic, acquiescent piece of shit that I genuinely was. Going, I will do, I will do anything, I'll do anything. Okay, so I was disgusted with myself after. Like, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like, would you like to punch me in the face? Shut up. Perhaps a kick in the balls, you know, that sort of thing. I've got quite expensive jewelry in my bag. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I actually live very close would you like to meet my wife that sort of thing um i was disgusted with myself for being such but yeah firstly for being the sort of person that would be chosen to be mugged and secondly for being so pathetic about it you know but for being helpful um and i think the show was trying to find other things talking about other things that i don't it was a show about not knowing yourself about having an idea of who you are and not knowing yourself but that's the difference. I wanted to talk about this actually, because that's the difference between. I'm quite jealous of your style of stand-up comedy, because 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 you do get to put up that barrier between you and yeah. the jokes, mm. like the jokes that you say stand and fall on their own, and I like that. And yeah. I would lo- I would like to be able to do the sort of jokes that you do. You do have um, some shorter bits that are. A I've bit got short like gags. But, but I know what you mean, but it's, this is the case with everyone, mate, because everyone wants to be like me. No, but like <laughs> I now I look at someone like you where you've had a situation happen and then you could quite mm. realistic, realistically get 10 minutes out of that as a bit. And I'm like, oh, that's true. Do you know what I mean? So it's just it you live and die by what you do, don't you? Like. Do you get annoyed with um, I mean, I, I look at my stuff and I think that like there are jokes in there. I have written jokes. If you saw. Mm. Um, and some of them are shorter and some of them are longer and some of them are stories, but there is content there. Um, but not as much content as you have to generate. Mm. See what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, for me, every, if I say one joke, you've had to have said at least five. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you get, do you get, um, naming no names, do you get upset with comedians who have almost no content, like who do it purely on charisma? Because there are like charisma comics who, who I, if you saw it written down, there wouldn't be a joke there at all because it's all it about. Doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I wouldn't go and watch it, but I don't hate it. And if anything, it helps me because the more varieties of comedy there is, That's the more you can sort of stand out, if you know what I mean. So, um, do you get a lot of stuff nicked? I. Fu- yeah, yeah, quite a bit on sort of memes and stuff yeah. like that. But I've, I don't, that doesn't bother me so much now. And I'm not saying everybody go and nick my my my, my jokes, but I just I, I I decided early on that I had I was not not going to let it stress me out, and I'm just going to keep writing and turn over yeah. as much as I possibly can. So then, ten seconds of material if someone nicks, but then even if someone does put it out as a meme, I think it bothered me more if it was a stand up that had taken it as a stand-up ever taken anything that you've done well i think they probably have but i mean it's very difficult to you can't you you can't do much about it really i, I mean if to, i see I, someone do one of my jokes i don't automatically assume they've nicked it i yeah. just then let them know i've been doing that joke a while yeah and and if they've only just come up with it or something they usually wouldn't want to carry on doing it i had and, a conversation with um robert white you know robert white mm. So his name was listening, wasn't he? He was, mm. plays a piano. Yeah. And and I used to start, um, I don't do it anymore, but I used to start by saying, um, 
big news in my life is I turned 30 and then they'd applaud and then you say 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I saw uh, a clip of you where you said seven years ago. So do you do you genuinely add, get, do you make sure the date is real when you do it? Um, I do. I don't. I don't make sure the date is real. I do think that some numbers are funnier than others. Okay, because so I, I, seven I, is funnier than eight. Yeah, and twelve is funnier than ten. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know why that should be. I think what it is is that spe- specifics are funny, aren't they? Mm. So yeah, ten yes. years is like oh, right. about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah you're five right. Years ago. Yeah, but seven years is seven years, mate. No one goes. So did you jump from seven to twelve when it got too yes. much? Yes. Okay. Um, that's interesting. So I had a joke a while ago where my my girlfriend at the time we broke up and she she went started seeing this much older guy. So so the joke was I don't know in age years. Um the joke was she's 20, he's 40. I can't believe she's going out with someone twice her age. I mean, how's it ever going to work? Because when she's 50, he's going to be 100, right? <laughs> yeah, I and I that. did that for ages. But then I got too old for that joke because as soon as I'm 30 dating a 20-year-old, then oh, yeah. I'm, that's, a, that's a large age gap. So she, it's not really like an unusual thing that she's dating an older person. She just tends to go for older people, that looks like. But obviously she would have aged in that time as well. But yeah. but if I made it any different, so say she was twenty five, and he's fifty, how's that going to work? Because when she's fifty, he's going to be. It doesn't feel the same. Like the numbers yeah, it's a feel feeling. Yeah, it doesn't feel and, right. So I just yeah. stopped doing it because because and like I can't. Re- and I mean, I haven't really thought thought about it, but I can't think of another way unless I talk about my. Would it work if I talked about my younger brother was dating a girl? That's what you end up doing, isn't it? You end up absenting it. You sort of go, yeah. if it stops working for you, you start making it your wife. But would it make or, it a lot less know, funny if it was about him? I think it makes, I think it probably, that. I think that joke, it probably wouldn't matter if you made it somebody else because the joke is the, 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 the sort of, the maths. Yeah. And misunderstanding the maths problem, isn't it? What if it's my sister Yeah. and... I'm unhappy that she's dating an older man. So that gives a bit of passion. That's weird. That's lost. And that means that, like, you've got the relationship between you and your sister. Which and is, also, uh... she doesn't have to have broken up with anyone. I can literally say my 20-year-old sister has just started seeing someone, just started yeah. seeing a 40-year-old man. I'm not happy. I mean, I mean, how's it ever going to work? I mean, she's 50. He's going to be 100. Yeah, you know what? I perfect. feel like that. Maybe that. Well, I feel like we just and, made and that the work. Sort of, uh, and the fact that you can be, that, that you're pissed off about it makes it funnier. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. If, if you've got a bit of emotion into it. But you're right, but numbers are weird because numbers are really, numbers are really funny. Like I do, I do, uh, like I did some writing on Mock the Week, right? Mm. And Mock the Week has this, has that number gag, doesn't it? It has a oh, number yeah. thing. And that number gag, it's really easy to write something if that number is gigantic. Okay. Like if it's 350 billion, you can think of like a load of different jokes. Because whatever or, the answer is, it's ridiculous. Ridiculously massive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's absolutely tiny. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if it's 0.01%, you can go, mm, how, how big is Glass Glass? Yeah. And uh, what's really difficult is when it's like 7 or 12 or like mm. 60. Okay. It's just... Yeah, you said 7 or 12 are funny numbers. 
they are there are numbers <laughs> but not if you're trying to make a joke that's about the number yeah 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 <laughs> see what i mean like because if it's specific then it's kind of fine but it's but if you're trying to make a joke about a number it's better if it's freaking massive have you ever um, had any any bits other bits where you've had to think about what number you use i mean it's really age isn't it because i've noticed that when you talk about your age on stage it's really annoying like you can use your actual age or you can play a bit under your age but do you, do you ever say your age on stage do you ever no, say your no, age no. on stage oh i did I, I i say that i they, i I, I, they, the audience would know I'm over 30 because I have a joke where I say at the age of 30 I was a virgin air steward working for British Airways. Yeah. Um, because I say that because for that joke to be funny, I have to be a 30-year-old virgin. I couldn't be at the age <laughs> yeah. of 25 because that's still kind of, it's, it is a bit old, but it's still kind of not pathetic. It, was, it reminds me a little bit of... Um... So yeah, because if you're a twenty-five-year-old virgin, like there's still time. Like you're not a sad case yet. Yeah. Like if you're a thirty-year-old virgin, that, like it's <laughs> it's been like oh, you know, you're on the cusp. If you're a fifty-year-old virgin, yeah, people start to go, "What's going on there? What's the problem? Yeah. You know, what's he like?" I, I once I did a gig once where um, like, like like I like it when things can like the meaning of the thing can just change on knife edge if you see what I mean, just by one tiny thing. Like I did a gig where um, someone said um. Someone asked have you been on you've been on holiday? Where have you been? And he said, I went to Thailand. And uh, so it's like a 40-year-old bloke. I've, I've been to Thailand. And the audience went, Oh, nice, Thailand, nice. And I said, Oh, do you like Thailand? And he went, Yeah, 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 I go every year for about 20 years. And the audience went, Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> the meaning changes on like a knife edge. There's something going I mean. on there. Yeah. Now it's not just a holiday. This dude's going to Thailand every single year on his own, you know. So. I don't know. Oh, God. It's, and it's those times if someone does a joke that doesn't work like if I do a joke that doesn't work a lot of the time I'll have no idea what it is and just drop it and then oh you like later, the reasoning yeah the re- yeah. Uh, years later I'll sort of look back on it I'll go it's oh, it's because of who I was saying that joke and it means right. something different so you know, like, more aggressive or something like that mm. make me look like a psychopath and I didn't mean it that way planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Phil, Jared! Jero! Hashtag Awooga, Phil, Jared. Well done, everyone. Yeah, what? Just well done, everyone, for listening. Well done, everyone, for listening. Yeah. And if you want to listen to more Phil Jared, we have another section of this interview over on patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. So go, go check there. that out. Go there. Contribute. Help can't keep get me enough. in robot hoovers. If you can't get... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not going to contribute now, Joel. They think you're, you're, lap, like you're living in... You're like a... I don't know what. I can't no, even give an example. It's too I've early. Sort of, I've got an empty fridge... But a robot Hoover is kind of the way I'm living my life at the moment. <laughs> so, Coolio, good stuff. Excellent. Good, good, solid episode. Yeah, so go to Patreon, check out the extra bonus content with Phil Jared. What do you keep looking over there for, Joel? You're putting me off. Uh, I've got, there's a man coming at some point to fix a window. Right. And I'm just, I mean, he's not going to appear in my lounge, but... No, he'll ring the bell. So He will know. ring the bell, but I keep looking around thinking, is, he, is this going to be the moment he rings well, the bell? Gonna, is he going to walk into your flat? Look, Mark, not. You, if you were living in the situation I am, you'd be desperate for this man to come around. The, our bedroom window's been broken for about six weeks. It's absolutely freezing in there all the time. What do you mean? What, smashed? <laughs> no, it can't, it just doesn't close. Oh, right. And they keep, oh. they keep promising, promising a man's coming around. And he never <laughs> appears. Are you gonna? Are you gonna keep the Hoover wandering around while the man's here? Or I might, yeah, I might actually get the Hoover to uh, be at the door, and I will never <laughs> see the man. There will just be a note on top of the Hoover <laughs> window this way, and then follow him. And it'll, yeah, and he'll have to follow the Hoover. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Maybe um, I'll put. Maybe and then I'll get the Hoover to come back in the kitchen, put a cup of tea on it, and then send it back <laughs> into the room. Back. Is it remote control? No, no. Oh, it would so take. Just got it would take, the it would take the Hoover about three hours to find him. I think. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah, like the monkeys with the typewriter. Eventually, because because it's the cheapest, the cheapest robot Hoover you can you can get. Uh, it is quite thick, <laughs> and it just sort of bumps around a bit. It it would last maybe three seconds on Robot Wars. <laughs> got no weapons, has it? It's got no weapons. Just stick a hot cup of coffee on it though. Suddenly, true. Suddenly, it becomes dangerous. It would get really energized. Oh yes, there you go. Yeah. Ah, uh, let's go, let's go, let's go. We're let's go. This. People are bored of this. This isn't what yeah, they want. Yeah, yeah. But thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, any feedback at Jokes with Mark across all social media. Um, go check out the Patreon forward slash Jokes with Mark and leave us a five star review. Go on on Apple Podcasts. We bloody love that. And uh, anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Joel. Hashtag Awooga, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.